Welcome to the Christian Contractor Podcast. Christian Contractor Podcast. A show created for kingdom-driven Christian contractors that are focused on scaling their business in God's name while positively impacting the world around them. If you're ready to ascend from a contractor to a purpose-driven business owner, we're here to serve you. Here's your host, Brandon Guthrie. Impacted Africa with Sean McGraw. What's up? I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs here on the Christian Contractor Podcast, where it's our mission to help Christian contractors bring the passion and the purpose back into their business and scale it in the name of God so that we can positively impact the world through the abundance we create together. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super excited to have Sean McGraw with Four Energy with me today. Sean, welcome and thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Excited to be here. Yeah, man. I mean, such you've done some amazing things and excited to bring it to the table here, share stories uh, with like-minded Christian contractors that are going to be listening in that are that are uh, going to be lit up to hear what you're doing and uh, to feel motivated and encouraged to step into what they believe they're feel, feeling led to do in their life. This will be confirmation for them to say, hey, that idea that I had, you know what, I, I am going to step into that. I am going to do that. It might be scary. It might be challenging, but I'm going to do it. So uh, I'm excited to bring some encouragement today to, to Christian contractors listening out there uh, today. Cool. Right on. So super quick, I'm just going to open us up in a quick prayer because it's all about kingdom first here. So uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to pray us in. Dear Jesus, uh, I just pray that you would fill us with the Holy Spirit, that you would give us the words to speak, that what we say is it's we're your hands and feet, Jesus, that um, that it's your will that is done. It's not our agenda. This is all about you. We fully surrender to you. You say jump. We say how high. I pray that we make this about making being the salt and light of the earth to love our brothers and sisters and make disciples of the nations. I, pre- I We know that those are the commandments that you left us with. And I just pray that that's what we put as our North Star as to why we do what we do, why we're here, why we're creating abundance, why we're creating impact. It's for you. It's to please It's to please you, God. It's to uh, love offerings for you, God, to please you um, and just to spread your love throughout the world. In your great name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, dude. So... Awesome. Amazing. So the topic for today, for Christian contractors listening in right now, um, the topic is impact in Africa. And I know that's developed into further impact in your life, in your business, in your life. And for Christian contractors listening in that are on the on the fence of stepping into impact, they're going to be super inspired, I think, through this story. And they're going to, we're just going to say, dude, jump, do it, get in there, make that impact because it's impacted your life in big ways. That's probably uh, that 100% has uh, impacted the results that you've been able to produce in your business in abundance because God knows when he can trust us with a little, he'll trust us with a lot. So, Sean, go ahead and uh, tell us about the story, uh, Impact in Africa. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Um, again, thank you for having me. Um, I'm, I'm excited to share this story because, you know, it, it impacted me at the time. It was something I was excited about, but more importantly than that, it, it impacted my trajectory in, in my career and in my company. And, you know, I, this trip that we're going to talk about happened in 2011 and it's, it's still kind of impactful in my business today and and how we do things. So, um, 
I went to Arizona State University and through my education there, I did what a lot of people do. I switched majors. I, I looked around and there was a program called Global Resolve and the program exists today, but it was centered around entrepreneurship and, and global impact. And so I thought, you know, why not? Let, let's check this out. I'm, I'm wrapping up my career at ASU. And so I show up to my first class and they separated us into teams and went through this exercise where we all got to choose a product or an offering or a service that we could actually take to a place in the world that doesn't have what we have here in America and, and really impact a community and help them. So I joined a team that was uh, developing a, a ethanol fuel base to really help certain areas of Africa. Um, I'll just I'll just tell you why it's a problem and why we chose this project. Um, it's usually the women doing a lot of the cooking in Africa, and it's an all-day process. They are standing over a fire and breathing in smoke, and, and oftentimes they've got a child literally kind of strapped to their back that's sitting here inhaling these fumes as well. So the entire concept was we're going to build an ethanol still, and we're going to gel the ethanol and try to try to bring it to them at a price point that's similar, if not cheaper than charcoal. So as they're standing there and, and cooking, they're not breathing in these fumes that, you know, leads to unfortunately mortality in, in their thirties and forties. And we really felt like that would be a, a really cool concept. So when I joined this program, I, I thought it was a classroom based thing. And we started developing this project and ASU and our professors had encouraged us to join this competition called the Innovation Challenge. And we ended up, I think we came in second place and we received some funding to actually go to Ghana, Africa and manufacture these stoves, build an ethanol still, gel the ethanol and try to really bring it to market. So, oh man, it's hard to describe. The train was on the tracks and I just kept, I, I did another semester actually developing a business plan. And then before you know it, I'm book. I'm I'm going to the the student service center and getting my malaria shot and all these other things, and booking a flight to Ghana, and so I went to Ghana with a team of I want to say eleven students, and we actually brought this product to market. We found a place that was going to manufacture the stoves. We had built an ethanol still the year before, and um, yeah. I spent an entire summer in Africa deploying this and trying to really develop the business there. And uh, it, it was a, it was a, an adventure. I will say that. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. 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 And um, so when you said develop business, were you, was this going to be some, a self-sustainable operation that we were looking to create? Yeah. Really good question. So this was not for us. We, technically created the product and the concept and the business plan, but the entire concept was to bring this entire business model to a place and find a team and find almost an entrepreneur to take it and run with it and create not only a little self-sustaining local economy centered around this, this business product, but, you know, be able to create opportunity for people to join the team and earn an income and really run with it after we left. That was the goal. Wow. That's amazing. So that reminds me of, of, um, 
businessasmission.com. That's it's an organization that they're just focused on 100% creating sustainable businesses throughout the world where where it doesn't exist and so not just going somewhere building building a home which is totally cool and it's a great impact but you know building whatever you're building but also making it so self-sustainable that it can continue after after you leave it doesn't you know doesn't uh it can sustain itself so that's really cool that you are already were doing that um and i think sean you and i we're gonna have to reach out to some of those guys and uh see what they got on the books see if there's any any potential for for, for partnerships there's some i think there's some very influential people that are part of that organization um that i think probably uh you know we were talking about you know uh connecting with some very uh very cool individuals in our business space and uh i i swear some of those same people might be even swimming in the same pool of business as missions and we don't even know uh, yeah you know it's that type of thing so um that's so interesting and, and for christian contractors listening in i think that we we all have that similar drive in our hearts to be able to help take what we've learned through creating a business and be able to help people learn that and have that uh be a self-sustainable you know operation somewhere where maybe usually wouldn't be it wouldn't be an option so um so that's that's huge and so but then what happened so after so you did that product that's amazing uh you executed that that's really really great and then so talk to us about how that's affected more impact that you're now uh how that's impacted your business today how that's impacted your life you know that's a big hurdle to go to africa for a summer to do that that's wild i can't believe that ended up happening for you um and there's probably a lot of people that are on the fence of like well yeah, I don't know if I want to like take all that time and energy and resources to execute on this. Like, I know I really do want to do it. You know, it's, a, it's a, like, I have it on my heart, but I don't know. I feel like it's going to take away from some other things, but really I feel like when we sow seeds like that, it just comes back in so, in probably ways that we can't even expect. So talk to us about how that's impacted your life up until now, now, uh, up until now. Yeah. So I will, I will tell the listeners that the business failed, failed miserably. Um, but it did shape me and the life experience I got spending a summer in Africa where, you know, these people don't in, in a lot of places don't have running water. They don't have clean water. They don't have electricity. They don't have internet. They don't have healthcare or plumbing. I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable the things that they don't have, but I will say this, they were some of the most genuine, grateful, amazing people I've met in my entire life. And it was really eye-opening to me to hear that from people that don't don't have what we have. I mean, you know, I was born in America. I I feel like I was I was dealt a pretty good hand. And just seeing that genuine authenticity and and gratefulness of of even the attempt of starting a business there was really really what shaped me. That's what I left with. I did want to come back and go to In-N-Out and, you know, have some have some food I'm used to. But it was just such a, a shaping moment for me. So when I came back, just that that high, that feeling of of meeting these people and helping these people or attempting to help these people, um, it made it 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 kind of became addicting to me. So I started my company a year before I went to Africa. We we really hadn't gotten off the ground. I didn't have a lot of experience, so a lot of trial by error. 
Um, but I knew right off the bat that giving back was an important pillar, not only in my own life, but I wanted to ingrain it in the DNA of our company. So from the founding of Four Energy, servant leadership has been one of our pillars, just giving back locally, giving back globally, even on a micro scale of, you know, if there's somebody in our organization that doesn't know something or needs a resource or needs help, like we want our people to go out of their way to help them. So it, it's really been ingrained from day one, but I, I will say this, um, over the years we've matured and grown as a business and throughout that entire journey, it, it's, it's just been with us along the way. So at this point in time, we, we do a couple different things and they're a little bit more formalized, but they're greater impact. So we offer solar panels and energy efficiency to people of Arizona and some other states. And everybody that does solar with us, $5 a panel goes to a foundation called Give Power. And Give Power partners with a lot of companies like mine nationwide, or maybe even globally. And when a certain company hits a certain dollar amount in, in donations given, they take our team or a chunk of our team on what they call a trek to a different part of the world where we get to actually roll up our sleeves and build a clean water facility or install solar panels in a place in the world where they don't have power. And, um, you know, we're all, we're this close to going on our first trek and I don't know where it will be, but I'm extremely excited about it. And then, you know, the second piece and, and for the, the Christian contractors listening, this is probably the most impactful for me. We do local charities as well. And it's just what we kind of align ourselves with. We try to help disadvantaged children that really, again, don't get to choose the hand they're dealt. Their circumstances aren't great. Some don't have one or both parents, you know, they're in the foster system. So most people on our team help raise money for a foundation called Aspiring Youth Academy, where we teach some of the disadvantaged youth about entrepreneurship and, and what are their possibilities. We want to open their eyes to what they can create and what they can do and how they can serve and, and change their community and their family and the lives around them. And so that's been, that's been really, really amazing to be a part of. Um, but you know, it also really moves the needle for our internal people and our customers. Like we're proud of it. We we spread the word about it. And um, I, I think most, from a, a customer perspective, they want to work with a good company that wants to give back and wants to help the community. And then on the, on the team side, they want to be a part of a company making a difference in our customers' lives, but our community as well. So, mm. you know, for those, for those that are questioning, should I, I have this idea, should I do it? Maybe I'll do it next year. I would just say do it now because it, it actually helps your business. It helps the culture. It helps the morale. It helps the community and your customers in most cases appreciate it. Mm, so powerful. Yeah. For, for those of, for those of you out there that are on the fence, just, just do it now is, is the key. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you know, it feels like, Oh, it might take me time, energy resources, but we know, um, I mean, it's biblical that this, the, the seeds that we sow, we know, whether it's in this life or the next, regardless, it's we're gonna get a hundred x return on our investment, hundred x ROI. Uh, that's biblical, and so um, you know, sowing in the sowing into the to the youth locally in the community or 
or yeah, abroad um, is, is a great way to make that impact. Take what you're doing, make it about something bigger. And like you said, it can impact your culture. It can impact how your customers see how you operate. And you know, it's not all about you. And then you also mentioned uh, servant leadership, you know, so that's, that's a, that's a key word right there. So talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So as a, as an organization, we have core values and our core values are our DNA. You know, there's a saying you add one, one new person to a team and it's a whole new team, Mm. which means it's a whole new culture. It's a whole new interaction. Mm. But what I will say is if you have guiding principles and those are our core values and you're serious and true to them, you hire, this is going to sound harsh, but it's just the truth. You hire, fire, and promote to your core values. Mm. And as long as that's how you're operating, you're going to maintain a certain guidance as far as your team and a, a, a certain culture. And servant leadership is one of our pillars. It's one of our core values. And it's something we look for in people that join our team. Because again, you have one new person to a team and it's a whole new team. But if they fit those six core values, they're going to fit in with us and they're going to help us get to where we're going. And part of that is our servant leadership. We, um, as an organization outside of just the formal charity type work that we do, we do a charity event once a quarter. So we have a culture committee that basically selects what we're going to do. It could be, we go to St. Vincent to Paul and serve a hot meal to somebody that's, you know, unfortunately without a home or have fallen on hard times, or it could be feed my starving children where we package food and send it to somewhere else in the world. And it's, if, if you guys have that opportunity in your local market, it's a really fun team building exercise. It makes a difference. It makes an impact and it's competitive. So you get everybody on the team kind of working hard to compete against another company in speed. And then um, it could be clean up a park, you know, servant leadership means a lot of things. It's, it's internal. It's, Hey, we've got somebody at our own company that's, fallen on hard times and we've got to lift them up or it could be, Hey, we're going to all get together and do something for somebody else in our community. And I I can't express this enough. It pays dividends. It like in the internal satisfaction that people feel when they're making a difference like that Mm -hmm. trumps, you know, uh, an incentive you give where you give them an Amazon gift card, they would rather have the experience of serving Mm -hmm. and seeing the smile on somebody else's face by the impact they're making than any kind of monetary gift. Wow. So we really, we really try to ingrain it and and have that be part of our DNA as an organization. Wow, that's that's like uh, 180 degrees difference. Flip it on its head, just like how servant leadership is supposed to. Right, Jesus flips everything on its head in the world. You know, the least is gonna be the most instead of the most being the least, and and vice versa. Um, so, <clears throat> with what you're saying is, it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same thing where instead of incentives, we're talking about just the feeling that you have of serving being the incentive and and what you've seen firsthand and what I've seen it too is is that feeling is yeah greater than any incentive any ever any other cash bonus you could give somebody ever and it brings you brings your team closer together uh it takes your bond and, and the meaning of what you're doing to a whole new level. So for like Christian contractors listening right now that are not already uh, have a program in place where when the team is able to hit certain goals that they are able to be a part of an experience where they're able to make that positive impact. And 
do it now, like implement that now and, and flip that on its, you know, do that servant leadership where we're flipping everything on its head and putting serving others above serving ourselves. And, um, and then that's like the key word there of, you know, Jesus flips everything on its head compared to the world. That's servant leadership. So what, uh, what does servant leadership look like, like for you when obviously he talks, Jesus talks about, you know, the least would be the most and the most would be the least in heaven. Um, talk to me, like, how do you practically apply servant leadership in the day to day? How do you apply servant leadership as a leader within the company? Either you're at the very top or you're a leader within the organization. There's lots of different leaders within the organization. How can we, and obviously it all comes from the top down, as we know, uh, how can we as CEOs of leaders of the organization promote from the top down servant leadership through our actions, through what people see, not through what we say? How can we practically do that in our business so that way we see the result of all of a sudden all of our teams kind of watching us saying, wow, that guy really is doing something different. And then all of a sudden they start doing it too. Because think about the impact that would have in your business. Talk to me about how can how people uh, how Christian contractors listening could do that. Yeah, so you know the the key word. Well, there are two separate words in servant leadership, and they both they both have specific meanings. But let's focus on leadership. You know, if if there's leaders on this uh, listening to this this call, um, you're leading, and you need to lead by example. So. You know, it, it's the same kind of leadership in a company that has nothing to do with the, the servant side. You want to lead from the front. You don't want to be a boss cracking the whip. You want to show people who you are, how it's done, and and really lead from the front. So, you know, for me specifically, it, it this is kind of just such a, from the top to the bottom of our business, I really don't ask people to do things I'm not willing to do myself. And when it comes to servant leadership and, and actually giving back in the community and, and leading by example, I'm right there, boots on the ground doing it. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, and this, this really isn't a pat on the back because I, I really enjoy it. I find a lot of personal satisfaction in helping others and, and really just seeing the impact that I can make. And I, I really try to encourage my team to do the same, but you're right. When they see leaders at our company doing it and showing up and and like if we're doing a park cleanup, I'm the first one to get my hands dirty and fill a bag with trash. Mm. You know, they're they're always more encouraged to do it when the leader is leading the way. Mm. And um it's it, it's really just a a repetitive thing. You don't want to just do a hey, we're gonna do a charity event this year. Great, that might be a, a great impactful day, but I promise if if you sprinkle those in more often, you'll start seeing it in your own, in your own organization. You'll start having, you know, one of your people come to you and say, Hey, Sean, I see that you're doing all these charitable things in the community. How can, is there a group or a charity I can get involved with? I get, I get that question all the time and, you know, I'll point them in the right direction. I've been so shocked in the past. Some of my own people have joined groups in the community to make a deeper impact. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So you're leading from the front, you're leading by example. Um, and you're just living it out and, and you're seeing that impact and that fruit. And that's in the, and you know, obviously it's, there's so much self satisfaction just doing that ourselves, but also the impact in the culture. How have you seen any shifts, any recognizable shifts in your culture 
um, that I'm sure a lot of Christian contractors listening in right now would love to see in their own business? Is there like a tangible moment where like, holy smokes, you know, I, you know, it's kind of, it's really cool to see that happen. I mean, that's a great example. One of them joining community, any other like in the business moments where you're like, all right, like this is, this is really awesome to see this impact happening. Yeah, I, I would say this. Um, there's a special bond that the team creates when we're doing kind of charitable servant leadership type work together. Yep. So not only does that happen and, and everybody creates a stronger bond and stronger relationship, but you know, a, a lot of our people are posting on social media and they're, they're kind of like, it's not requested. It's just, they're having a great time and they want to share with their own, their own network, you know, the work that they're doing. And they start getting positive feedback on that and other people start seeing it want to end up, you know, we've, we've had interviews through this entire process of people that want to be a part of a company like that. So it, it's more than just the day you're there, the day your boots on the ground, rolling up your sleeves with whatever it is. It, it does have kind of this, this outreach of impact in the organization and out. And then on the, on the customer side, you know, I just believe this is just how I operate. I like working with companies where it seems like they have a really good culture and they're charitable and they're, they seem like good people and love what they do. I personally am more attracted to a company like that to do business with than I am of, you know, a company that that stuff's not as important. So, you know, it, it's, it's really, really impactful from top to bottom. There's, there's really no downside in my opinion. And most of the companies I know that have this type of, atmosphere and outlet for their people it just pays dividends 100 percent, amazing amazing well sean thank you so much for hopping on is there anything else that you want to add for christian contractors listening in right now there there's a lot a lot of different contractors out there and a lot of different points in the journey some some of them are just barely getting started you know i've talked i've talked to a painter you know that's that's just barely starting their business i've talked to uh, remodelers that are hitting that million dollar mark. And just for reference point on revenue, not that revenue is everything, but that's a good reference point. And, you know, we've also even talked to large organizations, but maybe they have a spaghetti mess in their culture. Their culture is all over the place and, and they want, uh, maybe they're starting to realize, I think deep down inside, all of us know, because we all have, us as believers have the Holy Spirit. We know, we know, we know what the Spirit's telling us. And the Spirit's telling us that we need to lead by example. We need to lead like Jesus. Um, and that is servant leadership. And we know that it comes from the top down. So if you're having any problems in your culture, who's the problem? <laughs> right? You yeah. Um, so for any Christian contractors listening in, you know, uh, any, other, any other advice when it comes to servant leadership or impact in their business before we, uh, before we sign out today? I would just say have those guiding principles and, and like really get your team to buy into those guiding principles and add to your team using those guiding principles. And um, you can do whatever you want. It's really, really that simple, but it does start at the top and um, you need to lead and and do what you say you're going to do and lead by example and, and the rest will fall into place. Amazing. Amazing. So number one, Take that leap of impact. If you're on the fence, just go do it. It's going to pay dividends. Not that we're in it for the return because it is unconditional love. But uh, if if there is, so be it. 
Uh, number two is we want to promote a culture of servant leadership. We want to lead by example, too. It comes from the top down. And number three is we want to hire and fire based on those guiding principles. So, Sean, thank you so much for being here. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah, so I'm on every social media platform, uh, Instagram, Sean K. McGraw, or you can follow my company, For Energy. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, all of them. I love it. I love it. You guys, go check them out. Thank you so much for tuning into the Christian Contractor Podcast. I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs. If you're a Christian contractor that wants to take territory in God's name, Learn how we do just that at go.dreamdesignlabs.com forward slash case hyphen study. Check it out. It, it's free. I guarantee you'll get great value from the content. Remember, marketing doesn't have to be hard. All you need is the right tools and the right heart to serve. Till next time, stay blessed. Sean, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Brandon.